0: What's going on, what's going on, everybody, everybody? You see what it is, episode 66. Hey, episode 66, you see who I got here? I got the man, I got tears. I, I got a, I got a Horniburg legend in the house. A Horniburg
1: <laughs> moment yeah, legend. Yeah, man, what's going on? Hey, I was, I was going to say before. that, man. People, people don't know, man. We are rooted way before here. Way
0: back, way <laughs> back. We're going to give everybody a, a second. To, um, Everybody, come on in um and, hey if you see it hey guys just don't just don't just don't sit in there make sure you um hit that like and, and um and hit that share button um you guys see what we're doing here we're getting the word out There we go. i got you tagging that thing um you guys see what we're yeah all right let's get that thing going all right
1: who is what's here? up man yeah that- man. yeah man so tr sevens is just a guy from Orangeburg, man. It's like, yeah, but okay. just kind of take it back, man. TR7s, for those that don't know me, man, I'm from Orangeburg. Uh, Bowman as well. Obviously, me and Marvin go way back. Yep. Even through our Orangeburg days, man. But, yeah, man, from Orangeburg. Uh, moved to Charlotte about seven years ago. One of the best moves I could make, you know, just for business relationships. Learning from okay, people, uh, Gaining mentorship, man, and just kind of understanding how to level up, man. And I don't just mean financially, you know, mentally,
0: physically,
1: okay. all of that. But, yeah, man, uh, prior to that, you know, uh, most people probably know me as Blue. My family know me as Butter, right? Okay. Uh, we'll probably will talk on that a little bit. But, yeah, okay. tiara, Blue, Butter, all, all that food, whatever you guys feel comfortable with calling me, man. <laughs> hey, everybody
0: knows. Okay, so that's all. So, we know you started from, from Bowman. So, were you, at, were you actually born in Orangeburg? You was born in Orangeburg?
1: Yeah. So, I was born in the bird. Okay. We moved, we moved out to Bowman. I went to I actually went to uh uh Eddie Stowe all the way up to second grade. Then, then I know yeah, then moved to Bowman. So uh from second grade to fifth is when I came. so I went to Eddie to second grade, then went to Bowman all the way up to fifth, and then fifth is just when I when I moved to Orangeburg and started going to yeah. Clark and obviously stayed wow so that means out.
0: so we moved to Bowman at the
1: same time. Yeah. Well what were that's not a third grade too. You started going to Boma third grade. Third grade, nice. Okay. Well, third grade, I, third grade. I actually, I actually came second grade. grade, but it was like in the middle of second grade.
0: Okay, okay, okay. Nice. I didn't know that. Okay. So, so how did how did you how how was the the well, did, did you feel the transition really from Edison to Boma or pretty much the
1: same? Yeah, it was kind of the same. Only difference was really obviously uh, I got a lot of family that stay on the Canterbury Road, so yeah, I'm rooted. When it comes to when I went to Edisto, all of my family pretty much was there. But then I also had family in Bowman as well, not as much as I did at uh, Edisto, but it was still it was still a, a smooth transition, and I didn't think that I didn't think that one was that much drastically different than the other, right? And and I had okay. great experiences at both, right? You know, as a kid, long, as long as it's outside, right, and, and you got friends to hang around and this thing to do, you know, we're gonna make yeah. the best out of it. So I enjoyed both.
0: Okay, yeah, you're definitely gonna do that. So let me, let me tell y'all guys something. Let me tell y'all something. Hey guys, oh, T.S. being real modest. Let me tell y'all something. <laughs> T.S. was in elementary school. He he was that guy in all the, all the, all the little girls, all the people from Bowman can recognize it. Tia's would come clean. Tommy, he'll figure it down with whatever down. <laughs> and and there was there they was on even back then. Okay, so it was crazy. So I moved to third grade. So you go to Bowman. So shout, shout out
1: shout shout out the, on to the Terry. So oh, yeah. You, <laughs> yeah, shout him out. I'm sure he's probably looking at this right now too. Oh, 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 oh you know who he is. You
0: already said Papa gonna be um like, turned in. So I also got to tell you, like I told Jazz, because he now um I'm starting to do when somebody come on, I'm starting to do flyers to let everybody know. But okay. I wasn't <laughs> doing flyers before because a lot of people were in need. Okay, and yeah. Exactly. But I must tell you, when I put the flyer out, the um the response was instant. That's dope. I I'm gonna say it, it, man. the little the, the instance, so that go to show the um the imprint that that that, that you're not you not setting the bird. Yeah,
1: for okay. sure.
0: So you elementary school. So if you had described yourself as a kid, how would you describe yourself like as a kid? As a kid, man, just,
1: just this was that busybody man that wanted to hang out, right? Wanted to play sports.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I think I was always kind of into wanting to get Fly and all that good stuff, but yeah, man, just yeah. like any other kid, right? Thinking I was uh-huh. going to grow up and, and make it to the NFL, NBA. Really, that's all I wanted to do, man. Go outside and play some sports, and, and that's about it, man. You know, regular kid stuff. I think go outside, um, play, play sports and just have play a good time all day, man, until the light come up until I got to get back in the house. That's all I wanted to do as a kid.
0: And, and you did that, okay? And shout, shout out to your um to, to your relatives, I mean, to, yeah. to your siblings. Yeah. Shout out, but you guys don't know is, when we left, I went to Bowman 3rd and 5th grade, me, Blue, uh-huh. to call, everybody, yeah. we call food from Bowman. Yeah, From 6th to 8th grade. And yeah. those, are, those are sacrifices that our mom had come over the deal that they
1: thought they wanted us to go to Orangeboro School. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, man. And that was big for us, too, man. Like, I think Especially that age, man, going into an environment that you're not really familiar with, it, it forces you at an early age to know how to adapt to change, you know? Correct. So, luckily, we had each other. And I think Barry came over the same year we did. We yep, yep, yep same year. Same year. And I, same you remember year. Allison? I think Allison White came over one year, too. I can't remember when Allison came over. Same so year. We, we came over going into a new environment. You know, the bird was, like, big time compared to Bowman when it no. came to different schools, man. So, we had to go yep. out of there early on at that. And transition in different, different uncomfortable levels that we weren't really used to, you
0: know. You're right. You're right. So we did that. So, okay. So we do that. and We, we do that thing. We get to high school. So Cause, guy, I, I, I almost skip too hard, but I'm gonna tell you guys. I, we gonna slow down because
1: <laughs> we
0: made a Tiaras, Mr. Evans, put some sprinkles. Name made a huge transition after and college times. Yes. Okay. So we get to high school. H- how would you
1: describe your experience at the dog? Dope. Dope, man. I think, man, if you're from any other area around Orangeburg, right, no disrespect to Bowman, Eddie Stowe, CeCe, whatever surrounding school you went to, man, you had to at least have to do a year of experience at OW, man. It was – and I don't care if it was 9th, 10, 11th, or 12th grade, man, just because we were – we, we kind of set trends when it came to, you know, culture, whether it been getting fly, whether it been nice cars, whether it been people – you know, hustling at an early age, whatever it was, sports, yep. right? Yeah. We, we kind of was the mecca of all of that, right? So you was you was able to learn something from everybody, man. So I think the dub was dope. I think you know me and me and my friends, me not little Chris, we still talk about stuff from on to this day, right? And so that can kind of let you know the impact that it had on all our lives, man. But it was dope, just getting to meet everybody, obviously, and just growing up, right? Yeah. You can know, think that at the age we are now, right? You and I be doing this. You know, 15 years later, since we graduate high school, or some of the people you've been kicking with, you still got that bond and that relationship with. So that's kind of, yep. like, you know, man, the 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 imprint that O.W. had on all of us, man. So I don't got nothing to say about o. W. Love it. I'm thinking about if we still have homecoming this year, still coming back down to that, man, just to relive some of those moments, you know.
0: And if it comes down, it's gonna be a movie. Let me tell you guys. Oh, hey, y- yeah, yeah. <laughs> can't compete. Oh,
1: no. oh, the bird no. homecoming be, be a movie. I already know. I was hearing about it the last two years, so I'm like, I got
0: to make it this year. Oh, <laughs> right, you need to make it. Okay, so we go to the, you go to old W graduate. Now, this is my thing. So now, because me and Q left my I'm pointing Sorry, some of you left my this too. Mm-hmm. So you might have did good. So now, did you go, after we finished high school, did you, did you go straight to state and did your 4 years straight or there was a little gap in between?
1: Nah. So I went to, uh, and a lot of people don't know this, obviously some of my homeboys, I went to Tech. For one semester, didn't really do nothing there. I think I got kicked out. Can't even remember. But then I transitioned to state. Then I started going to state. I actually got kicked out of state twice, right? And so it took me, it took me a while just going through.
0: that's let's hold it right there.
1: Okay. That, that's it right there. So okay,
0: so so now we're gonna focus on, on that feather right there. That's okay. blue. That's not here. That's blue right there. Okay, okay so uh, Cause man, we all we all go we all go there and search certain stuff. We just let be what it be, but I can honestly say because I know I grew up in that time. So what happened during that time? Cuz bro, I think about it, we always outside.
1: Yeah, that, for sure. That,
0: that time, I don't know what it was about that 05, O6 summer, those, yeah. summers, those summers, it just kept going on and on. But um, so what do you think happened to trans that transaction from you know we always had a good time to where you just was like was there something happen? I you just like, man, I just want to live? And it just happened to just transition into, um, I'm going to call it knuckleheaders. Yeah, young. I'm going to call that being.
1: Yeah, nah, good point. Honestly, I, I always knew yeah. I was going to continue to excel, to be honest. Okay. But, you know, just young and I, I won't even necessarily say being influenced, but, you know, we come from a, I think, around the time when we was going from that out of house school to really to adultery people look at you as all right man that's that's blue that used to get flour. that's that's ej that you know them boys used to do it yep. in the dirt. And so when we got to state considering we were some of the ones that stayed home and kind of went to school that, yep. that kind of came with it right where it seems like the target was always on our back from people that came to school with us that wasn't from the area right everybody trying to yeah, you know that ego involved. We from Montverde, like this is our stepping ground, and the people coming from other cities. Like I don't care about who y'all are. We we this, this, and this. So it's a lot of ego stuff that went involved. You know, when we were going through through those younger ages and growing up, and you know, we had to handle stuff and we learned from it. And I I, I would say this: I w- I won't take none of those years back, man, because I don't think none of us, right, me or any of us would react to this day if we didn't go through those encounters. From that time frame of from right after we graduated, through Correct. early, adulthood, through, uh, early uh, adulthood to you know obviously transitioning once people started to all right figure out what we want to do in life, man. So again, just young, uh, just this learning a lot of stuff through experience, man. But again, I think okay. that really catapulted everybody to where we are today.
0: Man, I de- I definitely agree with you. Uh, Shout little Chris is joining because they because um. Uh, <laughs> It was a wild time, but like you said, though, what people don't realize is that being from a small... Be, well, the the burger's one of the weirdest places. I told somebody, you go anywhere in the world, just about. And especially if they went to HBCU, they know the burger is, but even like yeah. you literally go anywhere in the United States, most people know about Hornburg, whether it be from state, but most people stay.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, people
0: don't realize being from the burger, is a lot of time, um, a lot of outsiders come out of time. It's not that we own some like be from the burger, just that it really disrespect, and I, for some reason, they think that just because it's the bird, that whatever action that you asking for, you ain't gonna get. And right. that's lot, a lot of altercations came because of that people from yeah. Charleston, shout out to the Chuck, mm-hmm. um, but especially Charleston. Um, they right. were coming, it would be a lot of um, everybody growing up, we could laugh about it, but a lot of those things are really, if you think about it, self defense. Yeah,
1: I would agree. I would agree. And, and it Pretty sounds perfect. like, obviously still telling the story from from our perspective like yeah it yeah. really was i don't think none of us was just somebody out here that just out here causing ruckus right now no. we'll, be the, we'll be whatever you own but we wouldn't just out here just starting that
0: you know okay correct okay so um uh, you go through that because i remember everybody was outside but sorry do you everybody <laughs> and what i like about that crew everybody from my group me you little chris e, well i think e, y'all y'all finish it. Everybody who I know from that time, whether we went back later, we all end up going back to school there you and go. getting some kind of form of education. And we all um have turned to be um some, some went away for, for a little bit, but everybody great men though. There you everybody go. Everybody great men. Yeah, so man, um, I
1: think that kind of goes back to what I was saying, man, we already knew, we, we always were tunnel vision. Obviously we had things that knocked us off our path, but ultimately we know we wanted to be successful, right? Correct. And at whatever success meant to us, we, we wanted more. So you know that—that's why we all continue to go on and do things, and you know, look where we at today. We still, you know, we, we still haven't hit the pinnacle where we're going to go. So mm-hmm. yeah, I would agree with you. Mm-mm.
0: We still go. Okay, so what? So what happens to where?
1: Does something happen trigger, or you just say,
0: you know, I might go ahead finish? Well, like, what what happens the point? You so you know what, Thierry, you talking to yourself? But well, let me go ahead and knock this degree out. Because I promise you, once you locked in. I see one picture, I got my bachelor's. I see one picture, I got my master's. I'm like, God, right, so yeah, so what, what happened to when you're like, you know what, bro? I'm about to lock in. All right,
1: what happened? Somebody talked to you, or you was like, you know, I read lock in, so not to go and knock this thing out. Yeah, good point, man. It's just holding myself to a higher standard. I know what I was capable of accomplishing, right? Okay, and obviously, man. you got your, your family, my my grandma, I think, at the time, my mom, obviously, my pops. You got mm-hmm. people that's rooting for you as well that give you that added motivation to you know mm-hmm. you and team, achieve that. And from eras where we come from, right? We're first generation when it comes to a lot of this stuff. When it comes yep. to landing six-figure jobs or starting a business or graduating college. So I knew that you know I had the opportunity or, or be one of the ones in my family to be able to do that. But to answer your question and to be quite honest, once I got kicked out the second time, I'm like, all right, sh- it's time for you to get your ish together, right? Obviously. You know that. I started to go into school for, for a reason. And once they let me back in that second time, I was like, I already know what I need to do. Let's just stay focused and get through it. And I and I even ran into an encounter, right? E- even the year that I graduated, a few months prior to that. But God forbid we made it through that. And <laughs> once I graduated, <laughs> once I graduated, I, I moved instantly. Uh, and I came to Charlotte. EJ was actually already staying in Charlotte. So I reached out to not. And I was going between moving to Charlotte and Murder Beach and he was staying in North Carolina and it was like, hey, you know, you, I stay here. You know, you good. Come get settled in. So had he not bring me in and he was already staying up there for a few years. No telling yeah. how to right. So it. Being a real friend, he brought me in. I, I, so I moved to Charlotte. And then from there, uh, I already had a job lined up. It was just a point of me just getting out of the burden, and, and it was up since there.
0: Okay. So, um, so what is, what, what was your degree actually in? Business.
1: Business. So my, my undergrad degree was in business. Then I went back and got my MBA like two years later. The three years. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I, I let me tell you, I learned on this thing. I don't,
0: I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't give employers no shots out. So, okay. so, so, <laughs> um, so, um, what was your first, um, what was your job title? Or what was your, um, your first job in when you first went straight. to well what was that job in? Well what was that job uh, yeah 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 occupation
1: yeah good yeah so I was in sales literally my, my whole career but I okay. started out you remember that that, that sprint store in Orangeburg yeah. that was over there by IHOP yeah I'm not sure if you ever came in there so I worked there for a little bit as a rep and, okay. did, and did well and at that time that, that was a third-party sprint store obviously that's a little bit different from corporate but it still is a, a part of the sprint entity so did well there in a, in a, in a store that opened up that I could actually run was in Huntersville, which is right outside of Charlotte. Oh. And at that time, I was just looking for anything to get out of right? Like, anything that can get me out of Orangeburg and obviously something that I can see to learn it and grow up a ladder, I'm going to take it. So that got me out of the bird. And then from there, I transitioned from there and went over to the corporate, kind of worked my way up there. Then I transitioned to another company and just continued to work my way up the ladder, man. And then. Got into the software sales space and, and, and currently that's where I am. So currently I'm a regional sales manager over the Carolinas in software sales. Then obviously, you know, I do my business and stuff on the side as well. So. Okay.
0: And so I got a question. So especially right now, all the HBCUs are getting a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. Do you feel as though your experience at the HBCU helped you um, and gives you the drive in corporate America?
1: Absolutely. Like literally taking business classes to know how to interview, to know how to put on a suit, to know how to just have business acumen. Absolutely, I would say they had a huge indication because, one, me being obviously black, right, I, I knew I needed to know these things to put myself one foot closer, right. You know, we are not sure. getting those doors, so by me getting that knowledge when I was at state, that that certainly helped me getting by me my my uh attract the presence is looking good, that kind of helped me get into yep. a lot of doors that I don't think I would have got into had I not got that experience, absolutely. So I would definitely say, go okay. to and see, pay the huge part in that.
0: Okay, so um, and I like something you said, Something I'm, I hope people realize that When you took the, the, the first job in Huntersville, I, I didn't hear you say, you didn't say because I took it because of so much money. You said I took it for the opportunity. I had two opportunities, get out the bird, and also I took an opportunity to where I saw I had room to grow inside that field. There you go. So at that point, what made you say focus? Because a lot of times, you can be like, you know what? I'm going to just bid on all the jobs, and whichever job paid the most money, I'm going to tell you I don't care where it's at. What made you say, you know what? Let me just look beyond the right now and look for the opportunity versus the money.
1: Yeah, so I'm always playing a long-term game. And I think I always had that mindset with understanding that, all right, here's why I need to be on at least my trajectory in five years or ten years. So. At that time, I wasn't concerned with making $50,000 a year. I'm looking for, all right, how five years down the line I could be at six figures, right? What steps are going to wh- – who can I learn from? What's going to put me there, right? If I go and, and, and show that I'm loyal to an organization, they can see my growth. They can see that, you know, uh, I can add value to an organization. That's going to mean more than the initial income that they're going to give me on the front end. So I'm I, I also going – I always went in playing a long-term game in, in whatever it is that I'm going to do in regards to – finances are or anything that pertains to a level up. So I think having that mindset kind of helped me out early on. And then at that time that was actually pretty decent money, you know, okay. was, you know, the cost of living for the Carolinas. But yeah, yeah I, I just wanted the opportunity and then the opportunity to continue to grow. And I think by me having that mindset kind of got me to where I am now, you know, at the age that I am, being pretty comfortable in the field that I am.
0: Okay, that's good. Okay, shout out, shout out to EJ for being a real thing because some people talk that stuff, but shout out to him for actually being yeah, one right. brother who, who actually seen know
1: Absolutely. O-
0: opened the door for real. like, yo, yo, my dog, I got you. Yeah, for okay. sure. So, how long did you stay a lot I people don't know
1: that
0: story, by the way? But... What you
1: say? See, so a lot of people don't know that story, by the way, but
0: that, yeah, that's that's
1: what real friends supposed to do. So, yeah, everybody,
0: Them guys go way back. Don't be some fresh guys, some way, some way. <laughs> Them too. Um, shout out EJ. EJ I always I like liking that share button too. Um, Siner, class, 05, all yeah, there, sure. all before,
1: class
0: 05. Yeah, for sure. Oh, class Yeah, for sure. So, how long did you stay at Sprint before? Because sometimes you got to come in that management to get the experience. How long did you stay at? Um, and not mean to say the name your former employer before you went to the next guy,
1: the next employer for a better position. How long were yeah, you at? Good, good, good question. So I was at Sprint. For five years, and that's both indirect and corporate, meaning, and the only difference between that is a store. Essentially, if I wanted to own a franchise in Sprint, I can do it and name it Sprint by Tierra Solutions, right? And as okay. opposed to working for Sprint Corporation. So both of those combined, I worked there for five years, and, and that, okay. that time frame there, and then me getting that leadership experience young really helped kick down the door for the future opportunities that that, that I actually have for today.
0: Okay. Okay, so you so you went, you do your thing. You're growing up. So, what actually? I I, I know when um uh, when us as people from the bird is going and get these corporate jobs. So, right now you say you are directors of of sales for software company for the Carolinas.
1: Yeah, so I oversee the Carolinas, and I work for a software company. That's correct. Okay, so so pretty much, sales 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 is your niche. You you oh, find yeah. that your thing,
0: and you oh, yeah. you did something. You a salesman, bro. <laughs> I'm sure everybody on everybody on here be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely a salesman. Oh, yeah. So so you thought your niche, and you said, you know, I going to stick with this because I think this is going to be my my bread and my bread and butter right here. Yeah. Okay, so okay, so, so you do that, you find it out. Okay, so where did we go from? So obviously, um, we don't
1: we don't want people to pocket watch. Would you say that this is very a very lucrative career? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think I think in sales, specifically pharmaceutical or software sales, uh-huh. is probably one of the best or top industries to be in from a financial standpoint. Okay, out of all industries.
0: Okay, well I I can believe it because I see him. Um, uh, I see him a lot. Yeah, were yeah. for some of my um, my place of employment now, from the, all, all all the reps. You can tell what reps, what reps or what you driving.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's 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 a blessing to be. And it's kind of hard to get into them, honestly. Pharmaceutical sales or software sales, you, you that's one of those things you gotta have that, that 10 year experience or you gotta know somebody, right? So uh-huh. you know, I, I don't mind having a conversation with anybody, right? And, and whether I, I'm out getting a beer, I, I'm I was telling somebody now, I gotta now learn how to play golf, because that's that's the niche that I'm in, and that's the conversation starter. So whatever is going to, to start it. that conversation, I don't mind putting myself in that environment. And I can and I can adapt to any environment. And I think that that, that certainly plays a a, a, large, a large role for me to be able to get into the space that I am now, man. Because I, I wouldn't sit here and act like it was easy to get into it. But once I got into it, I was like, yes, a wrap. Right. All
0: right. Okay. well, but you know what? You put the work in. So yeah. that, makes, that makes it easy. Okay, so now so now, now this this one to get interested. All right. Okay. I said this, this one this one to get interested. All right, you're not your way up. You're living real comfortable. You know what I'm saying? You, mm-hmm. you and Charlotte, being a um, I'm using my right word. Being a, 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 a um, uh <laughs> yeah. and, and, and I, I'm trying to kill what I said. Oh, at, at that time, you see, you was a, a bachelor at that time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, okay. You and Charlotte, black bachelor, um, high end job. You living a life. What makes you say, "All right, you, you're doing all this"? What what makes you say, "Now, a lot of people can let me tell you something, bro, because because um, you're living good." Then what happens with that? I remember. Then you came in bro. You came in before like a like a a hurricane, bro. <laughs> you came in for us like, like a hurricane. So, and I know sometimes I know the way you think you don't get comfortable, but what makes you say, you know what? I like. I know how I'm living good off my um, employer right now, and you know what makes what makes you say I want to get into forex and I'm gonna put everybody on.
1: Yeah, well, good question. By the way, a, a few things. So early on, about five years ago, I tried to invest on my own in the okay. exchange market, and I lost a amount of money. I won't even say the number that I that I lost. But I was doing well for myself at the age To I, I understood the importance of investment. At okay. that time, I didn't understand discipline or, or thinking long-term. I was like the average person they think now. that think if they invest today, they're going to have a million dollars tomorrow. So Great. I had that mindset. This was like in 2016. Mm-hmm. And I lost good money in like six months. In fact, I lost like $10,000, I think. So I'm like, I knew this was the way for me to really... Get to a level that I wanted to get to from a financial standpoint, but I needed mentorship and I needed tools. I couldn't just think I can go to YouTube and learn it for free. And which I was able to get some good information from that, but if I didn't had access to somebody that already had the documented results that I wanted, it was going uh-huh. to be difficult for me to get those results. So one of my partners, he actually went to school with me as well, Marcus okay. Marcus as well. Marcus reached out to me like, you know, I was kind of watching how you move. You know, I think I have an opportunity that uh, you know i think i can help you you know uh, accelerate your money and it was okay. crazy that he reached out to me about that because in 2020 i was going to already and i was already investing long term in regards to stocks but i was yeah. already going to get back on investing in the foreign exchange money so i can be able to make money ready to be me swing training uh, swing trading or just try to make a couple extra dollars on on a day-to-day basis uh-huh. so it so a lot of people don't understand what what's a turnkey, t- what what what's the definition of a turnkey business. Okay, and I think turnkey businesses is, is the best way to almost start any business nowadays. Because if you have a turnkey business and it's a proven model to work, well, guess what? You're gonna have less overhead because you're not putting money into written out of space. You're not putting money into employing people. You already have something that works, so there's no need to reinvent the wheel. So when he bought the opportunity to me. Not only was it financially feasible for me to learn the skill set, I'm like, Uh everybody should know this information. And you Uh can ask anybody, right? Anybody that took advantage of the opportunity or that's continuing to take advantage of the opportunity. Not only was it worth it from you being able to learn how to really invest and really understand what's going on in the economy, but from a personal development standpoint. I say this Uh statement all the time your income doesn't exceed your personal development. And that's something that I'm huge on, right? I'm always reading, I'm always working out. I try my best to try to eat as clean as possible. I'm not gonna see it like I do, but I, I feel like that statement is accurate. So when we joined this community of really learning how to trade, it was allowing all of us to level up. So uh, uh, immediately I went to my homies like, look, I understand we're all doing okay. You might want to look into this, right? You might want to learn this skill set because everybody say that they don't want to work for a job, but we don't want to put in the work ethic or figure out a way that we don't have to go clock into a job. Correct. So I felt like this opportunity was a way for us to not only exploit having to work in corporate America, but it was a way to gain some additional income while we were working to Uh really be retired in America early, start a business, or just get a supplemental income. So I reached out to some of my closest people, right? Jaquia, Dante, uh, Chris, everybody, right? And, and it this made sense. And, and they had the same mindset that I had or are some of the same goals, whether it been somebody wanting to graduate, I mean, excuse me, whether it been somebody wanting to start a business and they wanted mm-hmm. additional income. At this time, the pandemic was fresh, right? So people were losing jobs back and forth. The unemployment rate was crazy. So people wanted an additional income. And then for someone like myself, you can forecast like, all right, what if I lose my job? right? Or what if this were to happen five years later? What skill set can I use at this time to make sure that I'll be straight regardless, right? So that I can make sure that my family is straight regardless. You know, I like to enjoy myself. I like to travel. I like nice things. How can I uphold my lifestyle? And in order for me to do that, I knew that I needed to learn how to invest. So I think a lot of times when we talk about forex investing, there's this stigma that you have to bring people on board or you have to recruit, right? And, and kind of going back to a turnkey business is the, the, the educational platform that we learn and continue to use to learn how to trade. We're learning from people that have documented results, right? <laughs> so, with this platform, by you giving someone else access, not only could you make a, a, a residual income or a passive income for yourself, but you can learn a skill set. And to me, that's way more important than a couple of dollars by telling you to sign up. It means more to me to see Chris withdraw $10,000. I see Chris quit his job. I see Jakia start her business two years later, then a sign-up game. So I think the perception of that was a little inaccurate when it came to so many people doing it Uh when we were doing it. And we're still doing it, by the way. You might not see me talk about it that much because I'm at a space where I'm not going to force something on somebody. Obviously, I'm going to always learn how to trade. And I know the value that I can bring. But until you have the right mindset, you know, I don't want you to think that you're doing me a service by by you. No, I'm I'm going to be straight. Regardless, if anything, I want you to understand what you can get from this opportunity from a personal development standpoint, and how you can really use this as a vehicle to get to where you want to be financially. Correct,
0: correct man. I'm gonna tell you. I'm
1: yeah. I don't think. Do, do you understand the impact that you have with that with that Ford thing? Yeah, absolutely. I I, I still get, I get text messages to this day, like thank you. You know, and it's not just just for getting access to the, the whole community, right? Yeah. Imagine being a part of people that think like you, walk like you, talk like you, and then some that already have the documented results. So imagine now, you know, most people, I think in an area where we're at, you're striving to get a six-figure job. Well, now you can see people that are making that a month, right? So now you know that the vision is clear that you can do it as well. So it, it opens up more to just the average person of thinking that, you know, I, I only can make six figures from a job when you're around people that's doing that on a monthly basis and you're getting into personal development with it as well. It, it, it helped it helped change change the mindset. Let me tell when when I know I know it big, shout out to shout out
0: to Q, shout out to Stormy, everybody, everybody involved with broads, Forex um team. Um, I didn't get involved with it, but shout out to them because I, I have my yeah. own things going on at that time and had some finances tied up. Yeah. But we, we still was investing though. Yes, I This I think. This one I know it big. somebody who I know that's not from here at all. They're from another state. Uh-huh. I got a question. Do you know this boy named Tieris Evans that sell hoy I said, God, I, that's I, know. I, said <laughs> I said, yeah, I know this. I don't want this. I don't want to mention he's a real person. I said, well, you know, like somebody could say that they actually know him and it's just not nobody made up my um, character.
1: Yeah.
0: And I, I said, Yeah, you know him. And so, and so you put these people on, so you start moving that direction. So we just talked about it, but like, when you did that, and I know, I know the impact you had, but like, the impact you, you, know, you had, because you can see people, um, how people, um, lifestyle changes. Not credit for it, but doesn't give you like a sense of like, I ain't had to give nobody no money, but I told a lot of my friends and family. I I helped change the mindset because this is my thing. You even money, they did nothing for it, you took a loss. But your mindset had to shift. Anybody who got involved in that, you had to have a shifted mindset to even mm-hmm. venture into it. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of time, a lot of problems with our um, people be mindsets.
1: There you go.
0: They don't they don't understand. Investing, and and for them that do believe in you, not to be like, okay, what are you talking about? Because a lot of times, some people don't see us as I grow. They don't yeah, see you as This year, Butter, Terry, and sean okay. Now I'm you know, Those are my family, but I am now. I am me. I am him. I am, him. I am mm-hmm. the man. You know, and I, I think that people actually, you made it. You actually made a good transition. I think people actually saw But well, let me see what. Mm-hmm. Um here's we talking about it. When you show, you laid out the blueprint to them, they got it. Right. Okay, so you're doing that, so when does the first we're gonna let you describe what is ownership? Yeah, for sure. You you want to play?
1: Yeah, so we'll start there, man. So ownership is the merch brand to my actual business. The name of my business is Loyalist Piani and Operations, right? Okay. So, and there's a multitude of things that I'm gonna do with my own business, okay. But First, I, I launched a merch brand, right? I'm like, all right, obviously I like to look nice, right? So I'm like, what can I do that's gonna not only look nice, right, but can make an impact, right? And I feel like at least personally that if anybody can have credibility to talk about the importance of ownership, it can be me. And the reason why I say that is I feel like the average person, right, at least what we're taught is to grow right? grow up, get an education, land a job, right? You may be lucky to land a six-figure job if you could see the work your way up.
0: Okay.
1: Then retire at the age of 60, right? With hopefully you got some type of pension, 401k, retirement, mm-hmm. whatever that case may be. Well, I was one that followed those footsteps. I went and got a degree. I went and got my second degree. I was fortunate enough to have a six-figure salary job for years now, right? But guess what? I went through those experiences. Now I don't understand that's not the way to success, right? Because what happens when the pandemic hits? what happens when you put 25 years on a job and when it comes to a promotion what happens when a company needs to downsize what happens when companies go through mergers and acquisitions right all of these things put you at a financial liability because you can lose your job yeah so what we thought was the key to financial success i realized no that's not the true steps to financial success however what we should be doing is using a percentage of that capital to invest in whatever we want right to to be able to migrate out of corporate america and again i have nothing against corporate america I'm, I'm still in corporate america to this day but i feel like the blueprint of what we thought was financial success wasn't it right because I, I know plenty of people that have moved up that ladder and you lose your job just like that soon as soon as something unearthly happens your, your job is gone right so i was like you know I, i'm gonna I'm shift the paradigm i'm, I'm a i'm a at least be one of the people. I'm not going to, like, I was the only one talking about ownership, but let me, let me also add to the importance of understanding the importance of investing in yourself, the importance of understanding, you know, if more of them want to start more in sports in life, then do it. Right? If Chris and, and Dante and, and, and real want to start lit and do it as opposed to exactly, exactly. As opposed to feeling like we got to work for an organization that we don't own. So, by me starting the merch brand was just a part of uh, a starting block of what I want to do for my business. I got way more that I want to add under the umbrella. I really, but the next plan is getting the rental properties. That's number one, right? Having a rental, getting some rental properties out of my brand dump trucks could also be on there, but then just having a merch brand that represents everything. And I feel like now, uh, and it's a good thing, right? I think, uh, Black businesses has a good spotlight on us right now, right? You have people like Chris Paul supporting it. You have Diddy, so you have people that are high in celebrity level that are that, that are really advocating for black businesses as well. So I felt like ownership could resonate to other people as well to be like, you know what? I have my own business. I think that's hot, right? I have my own podcast. I think that's hot, and it kind of gravitates to people. So that that's what that concept came from.
0: Okay, okay. So I, I didn't know that because
1: so so you're gonna have all your own um, entities. Under the umbrella of, of ownership. Under Lo- Loyalist Ionian Operations is the name of my business. Ownership okay. is my merch brand. Oh, that's that, that just a merch brand. Yep. Okay. So Loyalist Ionian Operations is the name of my business. But L3O, which is my logo, stands for Learn, Evolve Ownership. So all I did was took the ownership and put it. I wanted to put a huge emphasis on ownership. And all I did was switch out the E to the three and, and, and made it. Oh. I wanted it to be like a bold statement, right? when you look yeah. at that, yo know, that that's dope right that's on it like I wanted it to represent something bigger than this something that didn't make sense, right so and there's so many different reasons when it comes to ownership, right? We could talk about owning a business. we could talk about owning your mindset. we could talk about owning your thoughts there's there's so many uh uh deviations of how we can go about the word. I think it's just so powerful. And then when you speak to so many people, like I, I could talk to somebody and they could be like, yeah, that resonated uh, for, from a business standpoint. Or, man, that resonated. That makes sense, right? If, if I own my mindset, then I can go out here and do what I want. So I just thought I felt like it was powerful, right? And, and as I mentioned, I have a merch brand. I didn't want to come out here and be like, all right, you know, we have some nice actual fashion brands. I think that that's not only locally, but within the Southeast region. But I just wanted to just make a mark from a Merck standpoint, but but also have something that's going to add
0: impact. And and also some. Hey, if you don't hear, if you know, you have some Bowman or Edisto or wherever. From, hey, hey, hey y- y'all, comments to the people in YouTube, land. Yeah, yeah. A lot of my YouTube audience is not my oner audience, and, and this podcast is available on all platforms. But um, uh, those who know. It's like I told the crew. This dude been fly since forever. I I cannot remember him not being fly. So hey, I'm the shirt. <laughs> See, I my, I got a ruler. I'm gonna support anybody from the from the from the bird, long as the stuff looks got good,
1: it. Yeah,
0: right. Look good. Sometimes I don't too much care about the messages, but I like I love the message of ownership. But I'm I'm always going. I'm always going to support anybody from the bird. Absolutely. Unless I just don't support you. Yeah, and that's for whatever reason. But I'm I'm gonna try to support anybody from the bird. But but I, I like when the shirts came out. They will fly and it said because man, I tell you a perfect example. I had the ownership shirt on. I got the black-on-black Black ownership shirt. Yeah, I had the shirt on in Charlotte. Nice. Okay. Somebody asked me on uh, like bro, what brand is that? I like bro, man. This is my dog shirt. I said there you, you know? can find them on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> but but because right now, people, when you may search with a statement, and to be honest. Everybody watching wear your shirt look, look like they're supposed to wear your shirt. Because when you say ownership, I think it's the time you wear it. You have to, obviously, they, they saw something in me to say, this guy looks like mm-hmm. he's going to be a part of ownership. Because like you said, that mindset change. Like you said, mm-hmm. ownership of anything. Ownership of your mind. Yeah. Ownership um, changing anything, you know. Do, and, do you, and I'm asking you a question about asking anybody who to sell merch and the bird.
1: Yeah,
0: for sure. Do you feel as though, with, with the ownership brand, you finna do the door to birth, um, show a support for your clothing line.
1: Absolutely. In fact, not, I not clothing think, line, merch, merch. There you go. We got to be specific. Yeah. Absolutely. In fact, I think it's imperative if you're launching any type of merch brand, clothing brand, or whatever it is, that you got to touch your city first. So I think that by me getting the support from from, from the hometown, that, and you see somebody going out of town and they got on a shirt, to your point, right? You come into Charlotte with it on. That's how it gravitates to other areas, obviously, outside of uh, using social media as well. So I think absolutely Orangeburg got behind it 100%. And I think that's, you know, a, a year and a half now. I'm really kind of doing my thing on the merch side. That's where it got to what it is today. I think I think that that played a huge role, absolutely. Man, that, that,
0: that's great. You definitely can't beat that because, bro,
1: the
0: city's behind you. And I talk, that's how you know what kind of person you are in your own city with you and support you now, yeah. now you said some. you said something earlier that, that um i found interesting i want to double back on okay you said you want to um go you're going to start playing golf <laughs> you caught that one i okay. caught that one and i don't think sometimes people because I, I do a little bit myself and let me tell you something guys Look, uh, don't don't let these change who you oh uh, because we all are, we are who y'all yeah. but i've had some I had some friends because a lot of times people don't realize that my friends are in a very, very different tax bracket than me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: A very different tax bracket. But when they take me to these events and you get to talk with people, you just, you guys, you never know. Because they see you hit the ball like, oh man, what do you do? Right. Oh, what you got going on? Because I got a guy like, well, I tell him about my recent employment. I, I have a guy right now. I, Told told him, um, I got a podcast. Mm-hmm. I said, it's a podcast. And sometimes we sometimes we think our audience is one thing, but sometimes when these an- analytics don't lie, and you never know who your audience is. Right. But that golf course got me a whole different demographic. And it helped you think outside the box, people, because yeah. it's a different set of people. And this is the thing. People don't realize you can also enjoy yourself. When I go on that golf course, everybody got drinks on their coolers. Right. Y'all have cigars but all oh, it's a different kind of time and it's just it's just networking yeah for sure Everything it is it, it is networking and it can lead you to places that you can only imagine see you you, you walk through the doors you already got it you see uh, Tierra's he already in the doors and he makes things happen so mm-hmm. guys if you want to start something have the ownership mindset yeah. why can't you start it too just changing the mindset and I, I like your
1: mindset on investing and you also you want to get into the, in the rental problems oh yeah that's yeah yeah that's coming for sure yeah and, and i'll be honest don't i'm not gonna act like like i'm tiger woods i actually suck at golf right um, but it don't matter if i know i'm actually going to a, a tournament in like november it's like one of the biggest tournaments in the southeast i'm just going for the access right yep i'm going for the access so if i'm in that room if i'm in that environment I'm going. To, I'm going to catch something that I wouldn't caught if I if I wouldn't going out there to play golf. So, yeah, man. Ten years ago, you wouldn't hear me talk about going to play golf. It would have only been football, basketball. But I know the conversation starter that is with people that let you know you, you play golf in the access that I get by going and, and being in those type of environments.
0: Okay, and so I, I got a question. So, um, that's, do you feel as though, especially somebody in your position, do sometimes you feel as though I'm trying to I, don't, I want to word it right? that sometimes that you have to keep the success of your side businesses quiet because of your employer might get intimidated
1: uh no i don't in fact i i everybody at my job that where i work at they know i have a business because i don't want you to think that i'm only catered to you i know the value that i bring because i I can leave your organization and go to a competitor right okay you know, that's that's not going to change the value that I can bring to another organization or okay. to myself. So, I want you to know that I know how valuable I am, and, and I know that you're you you you're lucky to have me as opposed to, you know, I need to be a part of your organization. Okay.
0: Hey, hey, hey uh, I'm, I'm going to let you know right I now. Mean. Hey, your pop said, awesome interview. <laughs> <laughs> your, pop, your pop said, oh, oh, awesome interview. Okay, so I going to see because, um, it goes, and let me tell you what you guys don't know, me and um, to do this interview a little while ago, but, yeah. but, but, but schedule, and let me tell you one thing I can say about the bird, and I kind of got to do some shifting, Um, but I love, and when I say I love it, I love to see my people, like me and this dude was in the back of a corona together, riding right right. You know, on bird to go to school. For sure. And it's really the transition from, that to where you are now to the successful businesses where you at so i got a question so this is my own this is my personal opinion i know you're doing mm-hmm. this or not so do you actually have a oh i'm gonna ask you do you have a a forex consultant because i'll put that there i'll put advisor mm-hmm. do you actually have a forex advisor business under your ownership or no not really. yeah so so
1: good question so when I spoke about turnkey businesses earlier, uh-huh. right, when we talk about the Forex community, the actual company that we're a part of is called IO Master Academy. Right? Okay. But in regards to that, you can become an IBO, which is an independent business owner. So let me give you an example of what an IBO is, right? If you work that Chick-fil-A and you wanted to start Marvin Sports like Chick-fil-A, well, then you uh-huh. would be an IBO, an IBO within that franchise right you'll be a franchise owner so this is the same thing and this is where people are thriving now i'm kind of going back to turnkey businesses how can i create a business where i don't have to have a a brick and mortar where i have low overhead but the opportunity to to make you know a a financial income the the, the gains far outweigh the the loopholes that i can run across in regards to starting a business that's not turnkey so in regards to the Forex community we get access to educators that have learned this skill set right so that those would i would consider would be the advisors the mentors right these are the guys that have already put in the seven to ten years to learn this skill excuse me to learn this skill set which gives us the ability to what to, to cut our to, to cut our learning curve in half so for the average person that say they wanted to learn how to trade in the foreign exchange market and i'm not going to sit here and lie and like the only way to do that is by going through i master academy or, or through any academy for that matter but it expedites your learning curve when you're learning from people that have documented results, right? Because you can learn from their experiences and know what you can incorporate or what not to incorporate. So we're all a part of a community that allows you multiple opportunities to make income, obviously trading and investing, whether it be in crypto market, whether it be trading and investing metals, whether it be even trading and investing in the, in the, in the regular stock market uh, index funds, we could trade SBX or, or US 30, It's it's almost a variety of things that we can trade, but also by granting people access to this platform, you can also make a a, a passive income on the side as well. So when I partnered with I Am Master Academy, I partnered under my business, Loyalist Yanian Operations, and joined the academy. But honestly, when I first started, I only went in to get the education. But when I saw how powerful the education was, I feel like everybody that was connected to me had to get access to this. Okay. And it kind of catapulted from there. And, and everybody can talk about their own experience, whether it been making a large amount of money, whether it been just getting the interpersonal connections now that we have, or whether it be from a personal development standpoint. But for me, uh, it's it various reasons. I still get a residual income from that on a week-to-week basis, right? But that's the least of what I get the value from for this platform. The value that I get from this platform is knowing this skill set could allow me to retire in five years. Knowing this skill set, can help me fund those rental properties that I'm talking about. Knowing this skill set can help me fund my own personal business. And then knowing this skill set can help change the whole surrounding of where we're from and the impact that you talked about earlier, right, that that we've all got from this opportunity. So it means more to me than just, hey, Marvin, come join our forex team. It's way deeper than that.
0: Okay. And you definitely did that because I tell anybody, when I started paying the stocks, Matter of fact, me and my guy who had a podcast with Shout out to Michelle, we had a podcast together. And he's in the like stocks and options and stuff. We start off together. Okay. Man, and like you said, not having an education, man, we missed out on, if you quantify them now, I'm going to just say, I'm going to just say tens of thousands of dollars.
1: Right.
0: Not having an education. So we don't learn it this field. That's why I tell guys, education. We will learn what we know now once we start reading to it. and Once you start reading, and, and now people have no excuse because you got audible books. You don't know, yeah. audible books. You have to read, get education. Anything you do has to get education. Even if right. it's
1: YouTube, right. I, I've books by people who have actually done it. And um, the education does not lie. Right. But well, you got to also ask yourself this as well. And this was another thing, to your point, what made me cognizant of getting the education. How was Bitcoin 10 years ago, right? 10 cents and nobody that I was connected to knew that. Zero. not right? We all could have been straight, right? Yeah. Um, you know, so so now it's like, I, I can't let stuff like that happen to me, right? I need to be in environments where I can get the education of not missing out on the next big thing, whether it be Bitcoin, whether it be the next Apple, whether it be the next whatever it is, right? I want to be at the forefront of that before it takes off. I can get the benefits of that.
0: Your benefits and put everybody else on, and I think. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. I remember I now the ownership thing is so much more I, I I am not gonna lie, i not, I didn't even think about taking ownership of your mind because that, that's one of the biggest ownership things. And I, I'm gonna tell you what I hate about some of our people. I remember I, the first Bitcoin thing hit before it got a real big, I got I invested in too before it got real big, so I got me a nice little uh Christmas morning. I say that, but I told people about it like. I hate, I hate when people say this, man. If I would have had, had no one by the in was three cents, but well, you didn't find out. Now right. you find out $100. So do it now. Yeah. Right. Because then right. it's going to be, because I got it on it when it was, I said, so I got it on it when it was like $10. i am mm-hmm. right on the 10. Then it went to like whatever it went to. Mm-hmm. I only got it on less than 10 I know I got it when it was like a nice thing, but I'm like, because people like, oh, it's like, bro, stop looking at I say, you invest four one k look at it right. Just take hey, a long. Just take the long road. You don't, don't try to, don't try to be whooping Wall
1: Street. Right, right. Well, and with that, you could have invested in Bitcoin and not have adequate information on what Bitcoin was, and could have made money last year just because of yep. the astronomical run that it made. Like this time last year it was like eleven thousand dollars when I got in on Bitcoin, it was at $89,000. $89, right. So to your point, you didn't have to go break the bank if you didn't have that. You didn't have to put. You could have gradually put something on every time you got paid. Coinbase have yeah. that up. I can have a percentage of my check come out every other week, right? You can put hundred dollars up each time you got paid, but you still to have you know a, a, a great ROI on that. Even if you would have done that, just because of the run that it made within a year's time frame.
0: Just just a not a, just a, a great mindset. So so I got I got some I got some questions. I'm, I'm gonna wrap it up so everybody know. Yeah. So if everybody know let me. show link in here. So they want to get the ownership, sir. Where do you get it from?
1: Yeah. So, two things. One, uh, ownershiplifestyle.com. Check out the website. When you put in ownership, just remember the three instead of the E. And then lifestyle spelled the usual way ownership.com. And you can personally reach out to me. I would highly recommend you go to the website because I like to track those sales. And then, obviously, for, for uh, purposes of actually having to file taxes, so I would highly recommend that. But if you want to reach out to me, you know, that's fine as well. You can reach out to me, whether it be on Facebook, IG, uh, and you know I can get you squared away that way as well. Hey, hey, guys, let me tell you something, guys. You worked fast. I, I, I,
0: I hit, I hit uh, uh Mister I hit Mister. I hit Tierra's on a, a Wednesday, and then he, he was like, "Hey, just get it yet? Yeah. Is it there?" And man, it it was there fast. I said, "I think we had it." And the running down, side out the Lit, yeah. same way. Their brand, shout out to D Heavy Nugga, same way. you out to yeah. I, I got, got do from the. For the thing need a bird. Let me tell you something, guys. I believe in if the shirt fly, I'm aware. Now yeah. I got but TS my boy, so I ain't can't wear his shirt today. I'll go buy it. Dallas, lit Lil Chris shirt shirt fly. Oh, um yeah. shot Chris shout out to um, Dante and shout out Aurel. Yeah. And guys hey yeah they all Push under up. that same the same umbrella. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All, all 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 under the same all under the same umbrella. I agree. So I, agree. I see people responding in here now. Shout out blue, side out blue. So from a non from a non-ego from a non-ego point, uh-huh. How does it feel to be like, you I know we said earlier, how does it feel to be like, bro, I really went from I'm really making a change out here and people see the change yeah. I well honestly,
1: I don't I don't even look at it from an egotistic standpoint. Because I feel like if, when you live in life, and, and I genuinely mean this, it's all about experience and impact, right? So if I did that or if I'm doing that, I'm living in my purpose. And I feel like that's way bigger than any type of egotistic, whatever, you you know, any person want to think of. So I don't even look at it yeah. like that.
0: Man, I'm, I'm trying to tell you, man, I, man, I love it. I, 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 I love it, Terrence, bro, the, the the change the mindset. I'm going to tell you something, guys. When people say nothing, come out, good out of the bird, they're liars. They hate us. Yeah, for sure. We, we got example after example after example of just um, what put in your mind. This, this man is an example. Or this man said, I didn't, I did not know that. Now I remember, mean, I remember mean, I got kicked out of tech because I was there. But so, <laughs> but this man got kicked out of tech. Yeah, kicked out of state twice. Now see those oh. three things right there. Most people have been not quitting, just went down. And I just say could have went down a very wrong path to stay there. Right, kicked out of tech, kicked out of state twice. Mm-hmm. Went back, still, because in order to go back, you gotta talk to somebody. Oh yeah.
1: you back in, exactly. So the the homeless of, they let me back in the second time. They won't going let you back in. Yeah, I was. said I was actually shocked they let me back in the second yeah. time. So, could you you went like gonna win. like I'm gonna just go,
0: So I talk to somebody. My so I'm tell you, the second thing I kicked out,
1: what what um classification you were? The second thing I kicked out. I was a sophomore. And I wow. got, yeah, I was a sophomore, and they let me back in because I got charged with two high aggravated assault and batteries. By the time the school year started back, both of them got dropped to simple assault, and that was my case of letting me get back in school. Like y'all, y'all locked me up for this. My charges are this now, and this is not the same thing. And I, and I guess I made a, it made a point because they let me back in, and they wanted me to like check in. I'm like, I'm not checking in. You know, obviously, I was falsely. Uh, accusative if you lock me up and it was for this, and I and I don't have those same charges, and
0: I think that's yeah, what I yeah, you, you gotta do that. So and that that's so like the, the perseverance, man. Because like, man, I got on academic probation too at, at Tech, and it took me ten years to go back. Yeah, yeah, it's it, it's not not ten, but like six years. No, I could have went yeah. back, but just my mindset because I I yeah. started having turn and mm-hmm. life happened. But right. even when life happened, I said, you know what. I still need to go back because I, I preach to my kids, don't start something or finish it. Right. So you gotta finish it. Yeah, so my you gotta, thing you is,
1: gotta be living a testament of it so they can follow. Bro, I'll tell you right now, bro. Hey, that's,
0: that's gonna be a clip. Yeah, I'm right. That's a clip, there. <laughs> you, you gotta, twice, go back, finish, and be say, hey, I hope somebody stay watching this, because they need to bring you back
1: to talk. It'll, it'll, it'll <laughs> Well, wow. no, actually, actually, it was some things in the works uh, okay. something like that. So, yeah, hopefully. But
0: yeah, Have you, yeah, you ever thought cool. about this? I don't know if you're doing it already. Have you ever thought about
1: being a motivational speaker? Not really. You know, stuff like this, I, I like to tell them my nephews, right, to kind of show them, and he's in 10th grade now. And my other one is like in 8th, ninth grade now. So, like, for them, Kind of showing them like obviously you know kids now are influenced right everybody want to be little baby little dirt and all yeah. of this so I, I like to just show them like hey I wasn't always this type of person right and, and I'm still work I don't I don't want to act like I'm this ultimate poise that got it figured out either I'm still learning I haven't even reached my trajectory but I just be wanting to show them like yeah you know I've been there and done that but look where your uncle at now so really just yeah. for them man I want them to see that as possible but you know. Uh, you, you you never know, man. You know, down the line, it, that might can happen someday. Okay, okay, good. I'm gonna tell you something because I I don't think because you are you, I want you to go back and watch this video. Okay, bro. I was I was because I know I was kind of stumbling all over. It, so I was definitely no go back no back no.
0: But I'm saying that you was stumbling all over. It. That's my point. You must see. I was watching the video, bro. When you, when you are speaking, you speak with a person like bro. I thought like I thought I, like I was listening to ET. <laughs> you the speaker. I'm, I'm yeah, like bruh. So the power that we might have. Yeah. But bruh, when I'm listening to you, I'm like, man, let me go, let me go do something. Because your talk, this see, this is kind of talk about people need to hear. I'm pretty sure somebody right now just got a pen and paper. I'm like, bro, I need to I need to get on it. Yeah. I need to get on. So if you ain't doing it, I'm gonna tell you you might want to look into it. I don't know if you need certification or not. You might want to do some. I'm talking about some speaking engagements because bro, you got it. Um uh, shout yeah, out Lil' Easy on full court
1: pressure wash. Yeah, shout out to them for sure. Full court pressure washing. shout out to easy. Absolutely. Working another thing, right, man. E got a story to tell too.
0: you wild,
1: you were wild, boy. Yeah. Now now you're a grown man with kids and, yeah. and a business. I tell him all the time, we proud of him, man. Like, you know, he he overcome those obstacles as well, man. He definitely has a story.
0: Well, I'm, I'm telling you, man, I love it, man. Before we sign, I'm glad you came on there, the Marvel sports in life. Before yes, we sign man. out, I'm gonna let you tell the word. Hey, think hey God, we want episode 66. Okay. I, I did one. I did one interview, and the bird was like, man, Marvel, I ain't gonna lie, if you like your by yourself, but bro, we want interviews, interviews, <laughs> yeah, interviews, interviews. Right. And I appreciate you for trusting me enough to tell your story on, on my platform. And um and we can um be putting a light because your artist is not my artist, my artist mm-hmm.
1: There we go. Yeah, we man. Grow- really a few things. I want to give it back to you, man. Like for you to, to have this idea of this podcast and see it come into fruition. You said you're on what episode 67. So that's what with a thought, man. So to see you you know, pursue what you wanted to do, man. That's dope. And all of the brands, man, like you representing Lit, Push. We got so many other brands out here. Fort Pressure Washing. So many brands from the bird that, yep. that so many people are doing things, you know, from a positive standpoint. So, man, just continue to inspire each other, right? Because we all haven't even plateaued, right? We still haven't even reached our trajectory of where we're going, man. So, it's just great to see everybody doing something positive. Whether it be this podcast talking about business, whether it be lit, you know, uh, just, just anybody from the Berg, man, or any surrounding areas, if you're doing something that's, that, that has a message that's impacting and you're inspiring somebody, man, salute to you. And, and for those of you that had an idea, there's people that sit on ideas all day, man, just, just push forward and, and, and put that thing in the action. You'll be surprised, you know, what, what that business or whatever that thought can be a year, two years, ten years from now, man. So salute to you, Marvin, real talk, man, for having me on here. Certainly enjoyed myself.
0: Man, I, I appreciate it, bro. Like I said, episode sixty-six, Marvel Poison on life. Y'all, the bird eat the bird and pen. Y'all, we we we've never. I, I got a funny story. I'm on here because I see real little yeah, no Chris, I and I know you. Oh, you be dancing two chairs. I don't know you be dancing no more. Yeah, you be there you, but you might not stop dancing now. Um, <laughs> uh, I was That's in Charlotte right. again, and I thought about y'all boys. Little Chris still be dancing. I see little Chris outside so the there the other week. You know yeah uh, man. I, I was, I wanna give y'all an example of how big the bird is. um even on his interview. but tier known because he even down his old way. Everybody know him. Everybody know Roy. Everybody know dance Roy. Okay. Oh, yeah. So I'm in Charlotte
1: at the Epic Center. Okay.
0: And um it was some young ladies there.
1: Uh-huh.
0: That's there, where I was from. I said I'm from the bird. I said y'all know about the bird. This they is like from New York or something like that. She said, don't oh, play us. We know about the bird. We know about that, Roy. <laughs> I would have never, said, don't try to play us. We know about it. We know about the bird. the orange bird. I said, now that's crazy how such a small, play. I think now, and now we all, hopefully hope we all are just capitalizing on our, um, on our greatness.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: And we can just be catching in on it.
1: Absolutely, man. Yeah, and the bird had. The Burke is is historic for the Roy man. That, that jump, that jump set the coach on fire when it came to dancing, man. That when you see all these dances now, a lot of that stuff originated from around that time when the Airway came out, man. So I, yeah. I'm not surprised by that.
0: Yeah, it, it, shout out to Roy. Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully, you know, shout, I'm just shout out to him. Yeah. So absolutely. I episode 66. Hey. Which hey, year?
1: So so pleasure, man. Episode 66. Love hey. it, man. Again, appreciate you. Hey. I appreciate, it. and it's going to be on all platforms. So, um,
0: I want you to tell one more time because a lot of times, because c- my podcast audience is mm-hmm. not my Facebook audience, it's not my YouTube audience. Okay. So this will be the first time being introduced to you, whether it be Spotify, After Music, whatever. So if they want to find you, I'm going to let you tell them we're all to find you on all your um available um services that you might offer. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm going to let you have the last words before we sign off.
1: Yeah, for sure, man. So for any of the ownership merch, right? And you don't necessarily even have to have a business, right? If you just have two, we talked, spoke about earlier, right? Just that, that ownership mindset to whatever it is you want to be successful. You know, if you just like the gear and want to support, man, you can go to ownershiplifestyle.com. I also have an Instagram page, L3O clothing, Co. go ahead and go follow me there. And if you want to learn more information on investing for personal development, ownership is life. excuse me, ownership is wealth.com is my website there. And yeah, my, my personal page on Instagram is uh, T Evans L3O, which stands for Learn Evolve Ownership. And then my Facebook page is TRS Evans, man. So, anybody looking to get some merch, learning how to invest, man, give me a shout.
0: All right, guys, just like that, we're about to sign up episode 66, Marvin Sports and Life. You guys hit that like, hit that share button. You see what it is. Let's go. Let's go, man. I appreciate you again. Have a good one, man.